Welcome to Wealth Alchemy Lab, where we show you how spirituality, money, and pleasure not only can go together, but that they must. Activate your soul-driven path to your most fulfilling life possible through riveting interviews from our archives and wisdom from your host, ex-lawyer turned unconventional business strategist and spiritual catalyst, Kavita Aurora. This is an interview that was repurposed from an event in 2013 called Quantum Leap Telejam. It was done under pseudonym, which is why you will hear the name Lila Samaya. Long and interesting story behind that. Ask Kavita if you want to know. Some of the links that are mentioned may not be available, but there will be a link to each person's website in the show notes so you can find them if you wish. Enjoy the interview. Welcome again to the Quantum Leaps for Ambitious Women Telejam. I'm Leela Samaya. I'm your unconventional business coach and Quantum Leap mentor. And I am so excited to be here with you for the sixth day of our fabulous event. This is the first call of the sixth day. And this event has just really opened up so many things for me, for the speakers, and I know for all of you, because I see all the insights and quantum leaps you've been sharing with me, and I'm just so jazzed that you are here with the thousands of others who are tuning in. We are sharing succulent practices, systems, and mindset shifts that create fast revenue and enduring results for Ambitious Women on a Mission. So if that's what you want, you are in the right place. So to join the Facebook discussion and find other goodies, you can check out our live call page at quantumleaptelejam forward slash live call. And that link is in the emails you're receiving every day. So you can click on that link and you can check out there. There's On that page, you'll see that it says click here to join the Facebook discussion. If you click on that, you will be on our uh, – uh, we, we're sharing insights and quantum leaps and breakthroughs that we're having and, you know, just chat about what you're learning on the call. would love to see you there. So I'm a stand for more women taking quantum leaps, and I have chosen, as you have experienced in the past week, speakers who can help you make this happen. So these calls are juicy, they're alive, they're vulnerable, and I'm guessing you'll want to listen to them again and again. So if you want to grab them, you can go to the live call page that I just mentioned, and you can click on the link that says, Join the Quantum Leap Success Circle. There you'll see the Sapphire level for just $27. It's the real steal there. It includes all the MP3s and a gorgeous workbook uh, that includes some insights I've had around how to create quantum leaps, so you get my special insights in the beginning, so you can set the stage for your own. 
And we have all the questions I'm asking the speakers. You can get the inside scoop there and special tips that each speaker has come up with for you to create your quantum leaps and space for you to write your action items. So it's a, it's a really great tool. It's fun. It's pretty. And then we have the amethyst level, which includes everything I just described in Sapphire. Plus, it includes the Quantum Leap Your Biz course that's going to show you how to attract several dream clients in the next one to two months. And it's also going to show you, you know, how do you package, market, and sell your innate brilliance so you can create revenue and have ideal clients that you just adore serving. The prices on these packages, they're going to more than double in the next week. So check out the packages today if you're interested. All right, let's dive in with our interview. I'm really, really excited to be talking with Stephanie McWilliams about her quantum leak breakthroughs. And as you know, we're looking at not just the outer, but the inner journey. We're looking at the conscious, consciousness shift, the mindset shifts that are necessary, and then externally, the actions that are aligned with these new mindsets. Because of the consciousness from which you're coming, it really changes everything, it creates everything. So here's what they say about Stephanie. Founder of Unstoppable You, Stephanie McWilliams is an intuitive business mentor. I loved that when I saw that. International speaker and the former host of HGTV's smash hit design, design show, Fun Shui. <laughs> That's great. She shows coaches, healers, and service professionals how to win more clients, money, and freedom as they dramatically up-level their businesses and lives. Stephanie's surprising mix of practical business savvy and spiritual sass helps women build smart, thriving, six-figure businesses filled with passion and heart. Her mission, to help women change the world and reap the financial rewards they deserve. So you can see from what I'm reading why I've chosen Stephanie. With her vast and various, varied training over 25 years, Stephanie remains a bold student of life, Stephanie has appeared on programs such as Good Morning America Now, Martha Stewart Morning Living, People Magazine, Sirius Radio, San Diego Living, oh my goodness, Women's World Magazine, ABC News, and on and on this list goes, to name just a few. And Okay, so here's what I know about Stephanie. I heard Stephanie on an event um, that was put on by one of my friends last last fall, and I just, um, I, I, I just, I have to know this woman. And, you know, honestly, today was the first time we connected on the phone prior to this call, and it's like we have known each other forever. So I'm so excited to be here with her today, my new and old friend. Stephanie, welcome. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually surprised we made it onto this call because we've been chit-chatting so much. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's time to do the, request, the, 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 the call. Uh, yeah, yeah, we definitely are soulmates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you guys could have been in on all this chatting we've been having. I know, we, we were like, we should have been recording this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, we're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Um, your energy and the, and the energy of your tribe, this is going to be a lot of fun. And thank you so much for that very sweet welcome and, and for putting this together. Um, I'm really giving all of us who are so passionate about what we do a voice and a way to get that out in the world that's invaluable, or I wouldn't have a job. Um, <laughs> it's what I live for, so I thank you so, so much. I'm wow. so glad you ran into me through um, through those other yeah. means, so here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just knew right away that, yeah, you were someone I wanted to know. And, 
<laughs> yeah. So I'd love to know, Stephanie, how do you define a quantum leap? We've been having fun with this question. Yeah, that's so cool because it's kind of one of those things I, I live for. Um, I don't – I think it's actually um, in some ways fairly simple, except – we don't see a huge amount of them on the planet because people are in such resistance. They're they're so stuck in their heads. Um, but I, I just think it's when we go from, you know, one way of being to another that that's like way off the charts compared to the way most human beings are, are taking leaps. Most people are maybe at a slow crawl, kind of like snails, baby stepping. And when we do make a, a pretty giant leap from how we're being or an external manifestation, you know, whatever is showing up in our lives when that dramatically shifts and up levels, um, I think that's kind of what we, what, what my definition of quantum leaping is. It's just really taking a stretch so much bigger than what most people believe is possible. But I actually think it's our core nature. Um, I think it's when we are out of resistance, when we're back in that flow. I think mm-hmm. that's just what naturally happens. It's just a really tough thing. I mean, I think that's what we signed up for. We came down here because this is like a really complicated, fun game. Mm-hmm. And when we figure out how to you know, like really just relax and let life carry us, that's what looks to everybody else like miracles and quantum leaps. Um, it's like hmm. I always get this. I, I have I have a pretty good sense of humor. I would hope I would like I to think. think so. Uh, <laughs> and as you and I were talking before, it's like it's kind of my, you know my saving grace at moments. And what I, I I tend to see these kind of funny visuals. And at some point, I I was thinking about um, people just in general and and what causes people to have these really beautiful expansive moments and. I saw this. Well, actually what was happening is, I mean, I have red hair, long hair. My my boyfriend has long hair. And we get a lot of hair in our drain pipes. Like, just it's disgusting. And right <laughs> now it actually laughing. needs to be. So so we're, like, got the coat hanger or whatever, and we're, like, uh, digging down into the drain and pulling out, not to be gross, but it helps make the point, a disgusting, slimy glop of goo. And I had this kind of moment epiphany, and I start laughing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's us. Like, that's my clients. That's me. We, we, we're these beautiful pipes, and every one of us is different, made of different materials, here to do and carry different kinds of, you know, a flow and energy through us. And we just get jammed up with our thoughts, and it stops the flow. And once we take that out, everything just rushes through. Since everybody else on the planet is mostly jammed when you clean your hairballs out of your pipe, you look <laughs> like a freaking miracle to everybody. So, and it makes you laugh, too. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This stuff so I never knew seriously. that hairballs had anything to do with a quantum leap, but I have learned something today. I mean, <laughs> clean your hairballs out of your pipe. <laughs> Every once in a while when I'm bored at a networking conference, I will introduce myself as a spiritual plumber, and that like definitely gets things started with the conversation. So <laughs> I love it. I think I think if anyone's tweeting, that would be, uh, <laughs> be a fun thing to tweet. Clean your hair balls out of your pipe. I that like could get me on the Twitter. I'm not a Twitter fan, but I could I could get my I could get on the Twitter if I saw Twitter tweets like that. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not much of a Twitter fan either. I just sometimes when I hear a tweetable, I like to say it. To some people are, but yeah. <laughs> Tweet away. I don't do much on that. Either. I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So, so 
when you were cleaning hairballs out of your pipe and creating quantum leaps in your business, I'd love to hear, you know, what is the the biggest quantum leap or some exciting one? I know you've created lots of them that you've created in your business and and what like as you're ta- as you're telling us this, you know, what were the specific practices, systems, mindset shifts that were in place that set the stage for this quantum leap, like what? How was it that you cleaned the hairballs out of your pipe? Hmm. Um, you know, that's a big question. We could talk it about. It is. That for hours. It's really. Yeah. No. You, <laughs> you can keep asking some parts of those if if I don't answer it. Yeah, um, yeah I will. I just. Yeah. It's it. Hell, it's so fun. I I think the the well. First, let me preface. I am always cleaning the hairballs out of my pipe because that's just the that's the fun of this game. It's the human condition. So if you think any of us don't don't put any of us on a pedestal, we are all behind the scenes cleaning gunk from our pipes, just like you. Um, but I think the biggest thing that was externally the most and and truly. Um, the experience itself, what kind of caused my biggest quantum leap so far, I think, is um, when I landed my television show. Mm. And kind of leading up to that, it was really, I I think it's an important message um, that I think a lot of people are struggling with and don't know it. And I still find this coming up, and I'll, I'll explain this, but before landing my television show, FYI, I had no experience. Well, it's like if if you count me giving one talk to three women in my kitchen, that is about the extent. I, I you know I was a creative kid, but I really just shut all that stuff off for my entire lifetime. I would have rather have jumped off a bridge like no bungee cord than give a talk to be in front of people. I was so sensitive. So FYI, like that came out of nowhere, and I'll explain. But what was happening before that really set the stage. Um, Can can I pinpoint any one thing? It it really was, honestly, you know, decades of of just slowly chipping away and releasing things, releasing resistance. Um, But right before this happened, I I had spent years cleaning up my act. I mean, I'd done hardcore work with mindset stuff first and and healing some physical uh, challenges that were coming up repeatedly and really learning about feng shui and the power of my environment to cause change. And I was just I was having such fun for a good 15, 20 years. And really, truly, I'd transformed myself so many times over that my friends who still know me from way back then, they, like I don't think they can still wrap their head around the, the wild shifts that have happened. And so everybody externally was like, oh, Stephanie's got it all together. Look at her. Woohoo. And I was really proud of myself. But at, at one point, I'm just like out of nowhere fell into this freaking black abyss. I mean, out of nowhere. I had been happy for years. I was thinking I'd hit Shangri-La. And out of nowhere for weeks, I hit a depth that I think was darker. It felt darker and more uh, uh, hopeless than I had ever felt in my life. And I had been depressed for years and years and years and years on end earlier. So that's saying something. And what was really powerful was I realized in that moment, and I really hadn't seen this before, that while everybody else thought that I was living at this 100%, I was still living 
easily at 4% of what I was really here to do, of what I was capable of doing. I was playing it majorly small no matter what anybody said. I knew what was in my heart and what I was capable of, and I was not showing up that way. And it was like when we have asked for so much, and anybody who's willing to listen to this kind of teleseries is in this league. When we have asked, when we have so many desires and we have such passion and we want to serve, and we don't step it up to match that, weird shit happens, sickness happens, depression happens, just stuckness happens, things fall apart. And I've seen that repeatedly now in my life totally fascinating and so it's an up-leveling issue and right around when when I'd been in this for a few weeks I got this call and I I was working for it for Disney at the time and I had been a graphic designer for many years and um, was doing some art directing there it was just a great job that my friends would have just oh they would have flipped for and I'm sitting at my desk and I pick up the phone after it rings of course and I hear on the other end my best friend's brother's voice, and it is not a good tone I'm hearing. And he tells me that she has committed suicide the night before. And that was oh, just like, boom, my, my, my heart just dropped down into my stomach. And I just literally stood there and stared at the wall. And once I, you know, we, I talked to him, and I was just kind of trying to process this. I hung the phone up, and I stood immediately up, and I walked straight downstairs and told my boss, I quit. I can't. I, it made me realize not only to honor her but to realize the shortness of life, that, that this is, this is uh, you, you got a very limited amount of time here. I realized how precious this was for me. And I couldn't keep playing it small anymore. I knew that this depression was going to, like, try to take me out even. And I was like, okay, nope, done with that. Learned my lesson, honoring my friend. And I went out there in the world, and I'm, it's not like I was sitting on a bunch of saved money. <laughs> Please let me mm-hmm. preface. It's like I, I was always doing a lot of what seemed kind of dumb to, to most people, like, I'm going to quit my job at Disney and go be a feng shui consultant. Like, that is the dumbest idea on the planet. But – I did it because I knew what was, like, you know, if everybody says it's dumb but your heart tells you it's right, you got to listen to that. We'll talk about that later. But I did it, and it was amazing. I, I floundered for a, a couple months going back into my normal routine of trying to effort and push and work hard to make shit happen. Probably mm-hmm. a lot of people can relate to this. And it wasn't working. wasn't working. And I was like, okay, dude, I know I got this divine call to jump ship, and, and I know I'm, I'm really, I'm here. I'm here fully at 100% willing to do the work. And I finally, I think I just gave up. Uh, and, and it was kind of like, you know, when a dog rolls over on its back, and they're just like, okay, just tickle my belly, I'm, you know, I'm done. And I, I woke up one morning, and I just, and I'm not that much of a crier, and I dropped to my knees, and I just started sobbing, like mm. hysterical sobbing. And it was, and I was saying out loud, and I was saying in my mind, I can't do this anymore. I'm trying everything. I'm a smart girl. I'm trying all the stops. I can't make this work. And I just was like, you know what? I have to trust. I have to just finally let go and trust that something else will carry me because I can't figure this out. And it was the most, absolutely by far, a humbled moment of of total sheer release. I was in the flow. I, there was no resistance in my system, none. 
you know, usually we'll let go a little bit. There's still maybe a little we're holding on to. I was on the floor every morning. I would just wake up hysterically crying. I couldn't stop. And I'm just like, please, I, I promise. This is the vow I made. It was a very clear vow. I promise no matter what you put in front of me, I will do it. If you truly want me to be a Walmart greeter, I will be the best goddamn Walmart greeter you have ever seen in your life. I'll get media put. Like, I, it will be off the charts what I will do at Walmart. If you want me to do something bigger and scarier than I even can fathom right now, I just promise I will show up and do it. And that was like the most, I mean, I, 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 and I meant it at a thousand percent. There was just, uh, just show me. Put it in front of me and I'll do it. Okay. You surrendered. You just were like, okay, I'm I, here. I am. Do what you will with me. Yeah. And it was freaking wild. A week and a half later, not only within about, gosh, not that many days of one another, I met my boyfriend of eight years, and I had had abysmal relationships all the way up to that point, all of them. And I went to a party, which I'm not actually that social. I'm very sensitive to groups, and I went to a party, just crazy rare anyway and i met this woman who ended up becoming my producer she literally said you should totally be on tv this is the craziest story ever about this feng shui work and the very next day oh there's my ipad the very next day so sorry that's annoying hopefully we can edit that out (laughs) but on, on the very next day um she called and, and gave me carte blanche. She said, my boss loves the idea. We'll shoot a pitch tape. It's it's a go. And so that was like a, a big, major quantum leap um, to, to have that happen so quickly. And I saw so, it was so bookended to, to me shifting my energy in such a dramatic way uh, and, and then stepping into that opportunity. But I think that there was almost like a, another quantum leap that happened right after that is that, oh, I almost butchered this opportunity, I will gladly admit. I freaked out, freaked out. I, my brain kicked in. I'm too fat. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know enough. Oh, my God, what if I'm, like, humiliated on a global level? Like, it was just, I mean, I was terrified. My head was going haywire. And I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting off doing this pitch tape. And that's the thing you present to a TV station before they pick you up. And, I, I mean, I was I was hoping, oh, maybe I'll magically lose 20 pounds this week. Maybe I'll magically be a totally different person in a couple of days. And my producer called and she said, and it, it, this is exactly what she said, babe, she always called me babe, babe, maybe this just isn't meant to be. <gasps> oh, my God, I could see right then and there I was ready to, like, just wreck this. And... I think an important point, um, why I'm going into this story is because I had to do a major freaking check of myself. And what I literally did is, because I'd been doing belief system work for for, for decades, literally, at that point. And I knew my my core core, uh, truth and what I teach to so many of my clients is that believing your brain is the worst idea ever. It's meant to protect you physically to keep you alive, but that doesn't really come into play much anymore. And, and it's like we've got to be really skeptical about anything the brain has to share. And I really took a yeah. step back, and I, I literally imagined myself at the end of my life on my deathbed. Sounds morbid, it wasn't. 
And I thought, from that perspective, where I had a little more clarity, seeing things from a little bit more of a God's eye perspective, I'm like, what, what's, really, what's really important for me from this perspective? And I saw that what was truly important was, you know, even if there was, let's say, global humiliation on television for me, that from that perspective I could see that even if that, my worst-case scenario came true, it would be nothing, nothing from the pain of possibly not at least trying this. The devastation mm. of knowing I bombed that and I didn't step it up when life handed it to me, that finally I saw that that was more devastating than anything. And when I realized that, I mean, then I, you know, then my, my systems kicked into gear of like, okay, you know, really looking at all the beliefs that were coming up and questioning them. You know, is it, and, and one of my favorite go-tos is, is it true? Is it true? And I went through every freaking one of my thoughts. I, I should be thinner to do this. Really? And I started noticing that there's a whole bunch of curvy chicks on TV now. You know, hmm. I, I don't know enough. Can I really know that? I mean, is God a masochist and playing a major practical joke? Or did, did it, whatever this infinite wisdom is, maybe know something I didn't? You know, what if, you know, that, uh, you know, if I fail on a global level, it'll kill me. Really? And I really had to question everything. And what I came to after doing this is, is that not one belief that I was holding was really true for my heart. None of it I could know. I was just making, my brain was making up scenarios to try to protect me from moving forward. And as I cleared those out, it was, it was like the hairball. I was able to flow into it. And what was fascinating is that when we go into that non-resistance, it's like, God, my brain was such like a, it had such a tiny, tiny, narrow perspective of what I was capable of doing. And the minute the cameras came on, and going back to, remember, I've, I gave a talk in my kitchen to three women. And when the camera came on, it was truly as if I had been in front of the camera for 40 years. It was like mm. something came back to life and it was easy, and they were even like, you know, people don't normally feel comfortable talking straight into a camera, and I'm like, it, it feels normal to me, and it was just like each episode got stronger and bigger, and my confidence grew, and it's like, whoa, you know, it, it, something I heard from a, one of my mentors last week, he's like, whatever your monetary goals are, put a zero on it. And it's kind of like that thinking, whatever your dreams are, whatever you imagine to be possible, put a zero on it, magnify mm -hmm. it, quantum leap it, because that's probably more likely what you're capable of doing. And I didn't know that until I lived it. But So there's, there's like maybe a few morsels in there, <laughs> but that oh was like a goodness. major life-changing piece for me. There are so many morsels in there. Wow, that was very, very rich. <laughs> I know it went on probably longer than you wanted, but oh no, <laughs> so I, I, I love flowing with what what comes. <laughs> so you know we have the spaciousness, and you um, just thank you so much for sharing so authentically, so vulnerably about you know. I mean, we we all get to these places. I'm going to go back and cover, like just touch on my favorite mm -hmm. highlights of of some of what you just shared, but cool. it just like. We we get to this place, and I mean, you you were at this place where everyone thought things were great. You know, yeah. you were doing great, and on the outside it looked great, and then um, on the inside you were more miserable than than ever. I mean, that's um, 
I've I've had that experience, and I think that maybe some of you out there are having that experience right <laughs> now, where you almost maybe don't even want to admit to yourself if you are there, or perhaps you've been there and you're identifying with uh, where we are now. But it just it takes a lot of courage. It hmm? does, but because it means that you know, as we choose to up level, as we're brave enough to really step it up. And I had a, I had something happen recently where I was challenged again with this, and it's like, oh, we we the more we do this, the less travelers there are on that road. Now, mm-hmm. let me tell you that the quality of those travelers far exceeds millions of others, you know, put together. But but it does. It means you doing what other people aren't doing. It means totally going against the flow, and that is not an easy thing for a brain to do. Literally, your life was dependent on you following the tribe, or they were going to kick you out and not feed you yep. and shoot you with arrows or something. Yeah. Or burn yeah. you at the stake. Or I mean, it literally was life and death. But we have to remember the brain is built, biologically built, to keep us alive. And most of us, if we're listening to this teleclass, don't have that scenario. So you yep. just can't trust the brain. You can't trust it. It's a lovely yeah. thing. But yeah, because it used to keep us safe, and now what yep. it does is it keeps us stuck. Oh, God, it is the major thing. I mean, if I just could work on one thing with human beings, the one thing that would get them the most transformation is to pull their head out of their butt. It's my favorite phrase. (laughs) But it's like we all start listening to our head. Yeah. Anyway, I could go whole, you know, hog wild. Yeah, so this is a huge part of clearing out that that hairball, you know. Yeah. That is what the hairball is made of. That is the hairball. That is that is the hairball. (laughs) Yeah, I have to draw that sometime of just a hairball full of words. Yeah, lousy ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a designer. This will be funny to see what happens. (laughs) So you also addressed. I I, I just was really struck by the moment of surrender. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm sure that's probably not the only time you've done that. I know I, I actually feel like I need to do this like every week almost. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Get on every five ride. minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Every ten minutes every day. <laughs> yeah. But I just um it, it it I think that's a pivotal piece, a key piece of creating the quantum leap is to and this this relates to like you get out of your head. Mm-hmm. And you realize you can't control everything and that you mm-hmm. can't, you can't, like, work, 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 work is not going to get you to this place of ease and flow and grace and prosperity and abundance that you're looking for. It's just, it's not the kind of surrender where you're just giving up. Um, I, I, I was giving up my control. Help. Yeah, you were giving up your control, but you weren't yeah. giving up on, like, some people oh. just say, okay, I surrender, I'm done. Right? Yeah, and I should so reframe that. There's a totally that. different quality to it. It's more <laughs> like, I surrender, and now I'm going to allow. Exactly. I, I mean, to me, it's like letting God in, letting yep. the divine in, letting the letting life and ev- evolution and what you were really born to do here to get out of the way, get your head out of the way, and allow that to, life force to move through you. Amen. It's like the yeah. quantum leap church. Absolutely. <laughs> Because I think that's what we're just vessels for something else, and it's like that'll be your next Tele Summit, and do not blame me if that bombs. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. But I, I love oh to get gosh. preachy, and I, okay, I don't I come from a religious background, so I'm you know don't want to offend anybody who you know whatever your sensibilities yeah. are. And but but I do think that 
my idea of God is probably different than some people's, but mm-hmm. but this kind of all that is amazingness that has a really good sense of humor, FYI, this this thing that is so off the charts, that is what flows through me when I allow it. And, and I, I don't take a lot of credit for anything. I take mm-hmm. credit for getting my head out of my butt so that I can allow that stuff to flow through. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to clean the hairball, that's my responsibility and that's it. <laughs> of of questioning my beliefs so that they can dissipate. I know I have a crass, twisted way of putting things, but I love hopefully, it. <laughs> again, I think the main issue that so many people have is we take this stuff so seriously, and we get mm-hmm. so attached to our thoughts, and you know, get very you know, oh, kind of rigid and serious about all of this, even the spiritual stuff and the business, and um, and we need to kind of step back and have a little bit of fun. <laughs> I agree. Gosh, I'm I'm I, I I I had to get myself under control there after the quantum leap church thing. I thought I was lose it <laughs> and start like crying or something, you know. And, like, oh my goodness, oh, that was great. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> now I throw you off, probably. <laughs> Trust me, I can keep talking. <laughs> I love it. So, so now, like, so you, I also love the way you you described how you you created this quantum leap. You surrendered. The opportunity showed up in front of you that was like, wow, where did this come from to be on TV? Yeah. And then you get there, and then your mind came in again and was oh, ready yeah. to screw it up. Right? Oh yeah, just because we release for a minute doesn't mean we can't cram yeah. a new hairball right down in that drain. <laughs> yeah. And and like, you know, you said too and all of you listening, it's like, you know, don't worry, it's it, it's not like you clean it out once and then you're 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 fixed. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a constant am I am I contracting, meaning mm-hmm. am I believing my thoughts right now or am I in the flow? And just running with things, letting passion flow through me and being brave enough to take those inspired actions off of it. It's one or the other, and we can go from totally, you know, in the flow to totally pinched up in a heartbeat. And we can just go back and forth and back and forth all day long. That's the way most of us are. That's actually mm-hmm. a pretty good life to even be able to say you were in the flow at all in a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Um, so it's it's... It's not a an end result. I think that thinking is a big thing that trips people up from making more money and building businesses and all sorts of stuff is thinking that one day, you know, that, that there's some place to get to. It's mm-hmm. all about the journey. It's all about right here and now. I forget that too a lot. <laughs> yeah, but that's me truly too. where our sweet spot is. Yeah. It's where all the power is. And most of us are waiting and people wait. I mean, I've watched enough people pass away in my life that's like, oh, a whole lot of people wait, and they wait, and then they never get an opportunity. And I want people to get an opportunity now because I think that's fun. I think that's a cool way to live. So that's yeah. kind of like the pulpit I'm on, if you will. <laughs> on the Quantum Leap Church pulpit. Oh. <laughs> Love it. So <laughs> from the pulpit of the Quantum Leap Church, I'd I'd love to hear um, your best. Uh, and now I'm going off my my, my usual questions because I really cool. must ask you this question. Oh, awesome. yeah. So I want to hear about like you know how do we clean out our hairballs of fear and resistance? Because I just sense that you have some amazing things to say about this from the Quantum Leap pulpit. God, you know there's so many tools that I I pull from that I've learned over the years. Um, but I think the the one that I tend to to go back to um, a lot. Like, but again, I'm I'm using I'm using. Sometimes I use energy work. 
Um, I, I think EFT is one of the new things that I've been experimenting with a lot lately and has, has been really powerful to shift things. I do five-element acupuncture every week, going there tomorrow. Um, that's hugely helpful. Diet's helpful. Um, there, there's so many things that it, it's never one thing. But if, if, if I were to be shipped off to a desert island and I could only take one tool with me and literally you're going to zap everything else out of my brain, it would – um, it would be that questioning process, really um, inspired by Byron Katie's work. It's probably the hugest, hugest, is that a word? But the, the, the biggest transformation that I've, I've ever had in terms of my behind-the-scenes healing. Um, mm -hmm. I, I became a junkie. And, and just the, the basis of it is what I've been talking about is really understanding that you don't jump to that, but I've come to really realize that nothing that my brain says, even the good stuff, can I really know. It's all just stories. There's no truth to anything that I think. It's all, <laughs> if, you, if we really think about it, like we come down as blank computers, uh -huh. and yeah. we get filled up with information from totally unenlightened human beings. They uh -huh. mean well, but they don't have it. I mean, like I didn't have enlightened parents. No offense to them. They're awesome. You know, you probably didn't. Nobody listening, I bet. I, I, will, mm -hmm. I, will, I will put a bet on that. Yeah. And so here we are. That's literally all our brain is filled with, is our best guess from what other unenlightened people have taught us. Yep, it's and all so, about our conditioning yeah. and what we've taken on of it, what we've rejected of it. Yeah, and then, so I, anybody who doesn't know Byron Katie's work, I, it's a radical approach, but it's the simplest approach, and it's the most radical. But any time I find myself in resistance, I, I catch, what is it that I just thought? Oh, I have too much work. Oh, I might screw up this launch I'm working on. Oh, you know, I, I can't make this deadline. Oh, this is really hard, or whatever stressful, you know, annoying thing that my brain loves to pull on throughout the day. And it's like, okay, is it really true? I have to meet this deadline. Well, no, nobody's going to die if I don't meet it. You know, do I have to, um, you know, something terrible could happen. So, you know, whatever it is, I'm, it's, it's getting out of, we didn't realize when we took on these beliefs that we had any uh, right to question them. So we just gobble them up, and we regurgitate them, and we live off of that. But I love to, as empowered women, stepping in and going, okay, I'm going to choose what I believe. And it's just one at a time, sitting in deep meditation with this. I don't mean like you have to be in lotus position, but in a, in a reverent, heartfelt, from the gut kind of way, is this really true for me now? I don't care if every person on the planet would agree with this belief, is it true for me? And being, being willing to question everything that causes you pain. Because what I've found is that God, i.e. reality, i.e. everything that is in front of you, it's an expression of this greater thing. And I, I believe the core of it is goodness, period. So what you'll notice if you get really trippy with this, which I'd love to get trippy with everything, is that the minute I think something should be different, I should weigh less, I should make more money, I should have more clients, that person shouldn't have said that, those shoes should be a different color, I should, you know, that person shouldn't have died. It's going against, it kind of goes to war with God. It makes, it puts us in the position of thinking we know what's best for the entire working universe, and we don't know squat. 
And the minute we think something should be different, we suffer. We stress. We get sad. But when we're in the flow of things, when we look at a flower, we're not in resistance. We're like, oh, we accept it. We -hmm. accept a little baby. But we don't accept other things. And it's really getting back to it's a really, let me tell you, I, I love geeking out on business, totally love geeking out on money topics, et cetera. But this is where you can get so much if you can get into the flow with with everything, if you can just accept what is, that can just fast forward you in a in a way that's just kind of off the charts. It's kind of like the sneaky mm. way in. It's just most people aren't going to be brave enough to go that route. But that is truly one of the things that I have done hundreds of thousands of times in my life with so many beliefs. I mean, I literally got way to some people, practically, you know, overboard maybe, but I would literally walk down the street like, you know, that's a tree. Can I really know that? I'm a female. Can I know that? I exist. Can I know? Like I was just questioning everything. But I only did that because I was in pain when Mm -hmm. I was dictating how things should be. It's Mm -hmm. a very, very tough responsibility to play God. And that's what we're doing when we're pointing our finger out there. That shouldn't happen. That should be different. I shouldn't be like that. It's 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 kind of arrogant. We don't even realize we're doing it because everybody else on the everybody on the planet does this. Yeah. But I like going against the grain. I want to create this like pink army of people who are like, eh, screw what everybody else is doing. Let's just go have some fun, you know? Let's pink just... army, sign me up. I'm there. Oh, honey, you're already in the pink army. <laughs> you might just need to send you the bodysuit. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. You have you have some amazing things to say from the quantum leap pulpit. This is awesome. <laughs> and so now, like for for those listeners out there who might be wondering, okay, so like I'm not doing the stuff yeah. that I normally do. If I'm not saying that shouldn't be that way, and this person sucks, and this whatever whatever complaint we have or sadness we have. So if we're not there, then like then what? Say more. If if we're not in our heads. Okay, so if we're not, like, all mad about the thing that just happened, right? Okay. And, I, I mean, I, I know the answer to this. I'm just wondering if there are people out there who are like, wait, I don't, you know, because I know when I first encountered thinking like this, I, yeah. I, I, I my mind got really confused and started totally. going in some other direction, right? Yeah. And so it's like... So what happens when we start letting go of all of these reactions we have, when we mm-hmm. are in this place now where we're, um, where we're, where we're not, where we are being more accepting? Mm. Like, so when your mind quiets down, when you're not grabbing the, and yeah, velcroing like when the, when the onto person all the stuff. does their thing, like that thing that irritates you, what is it like, uh, you know, instead of like being in the irritation, what, what are we doing instead? Literally, what are you doing, or what's the experience like? What's the experience? What's the mind saying, or is it not saying anything? I just, I love, like, sort of, you know, just getting into, like, what is that shift, right? I love that we're totally going off script, because this is, I I live for this. This is great. Um, I don't know if this This is is helpful or not. This is the important stuff, though. We're actually talking about what it takes. This is what it takes to create the quantum leap. So I love this this conversation. This is the shit I've been doing behind the scenes. And it's truly, it's the stuff I've been doing behind the scenes that does, you know, set me apart from some other people. And it's what I've noticed my my very successful mentors or friends do. They're doing the same thing behind the scenes. Um, So I can can tell you, guarantee that. But what was very, um, let's see if this is an answer to what you're asking, but when, when I started really cleaning up my thinking and I was less and less and less and less attached 
to my thoughts, what happened was the thoughts just slowed down. They speed up when we're grabbing onto them. It creates this kind of frenzy, and then the mind just goes haywire. Like any time we get our panties in a twist or freaked out, we just like, you know, it's just like nonstop craziness. But then I started finding that it was just like, ah. And what I noticed was there was still thought. It wasn't that it was, um, it wasn't the same tone. It felt more like it was something that was bubbling up from my gut, if you will. It was, there was still thoughts happening. But what I started realizing was it was, he's going to break up with you in three days. Call your aunt. Turn left and not right. And when I started following those things, they started, I started realizing I was getting predictive, intuitive stuff. There's no way I could have – it was probably always there my whole life, but I had had such a crazy brain that it was masking it. And so I started getting guidance in that respect, and what I started noticing that was also there was, like, crazy passions for stuff. Now, I've got a bigger personality, so sometimes my passions may look a little more obnoxious than others, but we all have that inside, no matter what our personality type. And that kind of, again, it allowed that flow to come through my pipe, if you will, keeping with that analogy. And it was like, oh, I had this crazy passion to be a designer. Not mm-hmm. necessarily a smart thing, since my parents were math teachers. They're like, she's going to be a working artist. Oh, great. We're going to be supporting her the rest of her life. Or... Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a feng shui consultant. Oh, my God, it's even a dumber idea. I know that's what all my – my friends literally would do interventions going, seriously, really, this is what you're going to do? And, and so it was just like I, following that. There, there's this inner I, – I call it the inner GPS. I'm sure other people have you know, used that same mm-hmm. phrase. But there, the only thing I have found that is trustable is that divine inspiration, is the intuitive hits that I get. And I have very specific dialogues now with my intuition, with my guides, if you will. It sounds totally woo, but I swear to you, they, give, they literally give me business advice at this point. It's just, it's genius. I'm going to be teaching about um, some very cool insights that literally they just downloaded to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? You guys are so smart. But, but I found that there was just an, a, trustable, a trustable passion. There is something that is built in. It's like a GPS was embedded in you before you popped out of the womb. And our mm-hmm. job is to get back to quieting our minds so that we can listen to that guidance. It is trustable. Every single stinking, quirky thing about you is so divinely planned. It's planted in there. You've got all, it's a blueprint for everything you've come down here to figure out, to do, to experience, all the joy built in. And, and what I've realized is my life is just a continuing evolution of listening and going deeper and trusting it more. And I, I'm not done. I'm constantly being called to go deeper and deeper of, like, yeah. who am I now? Who am I really? How can I, like, continue to step it up? And I'll tell you right now, no matter what I've done, I have yet to be at my 100%. Because every yeah. time I start stepping it up, what I've asked for is bigger. And so the, the, the boundaries get wider and, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I have a bigger job to step it up. But that's so fun. And you'll never, ever get there. You'll never meet the edge because it will always be moving out and out. That, that's what we want. That's truly the joy of things. Um, but it, it's just staying in that expansive place and, and trusting that. So, and I've yet to find, I mean, truly, it's only till now. Even, even this year, it's like looking back over my life, 
every weird, quirky thing from when I was a kid. I mean, quirky. It's, it's like they all make sense. All the experiences I've had, yeah. all the seeming failures, they are choreographed and woven together into the most gorgeous tapestry that is perfect for my journey. And I promise you, every single one of you, even if you can't see it, and it's tough to see, I get it, it, it all makes sense. It's not a fluke. It's not torture. You have everything within you. It's not something you need to go find, and that's like such a cool, that's another you know, soapbox I love to get on um, because I've, I've, I've started realizing that, and I see it in every one of my clients. And we just have to breathe into it, and it's tough. Again, it goes, means going against the grain. It means not caring what other people are doing. It's following your GPS over what every person on the planet is doing. That is not an easy thing, but it's no, where all the reward all. is. Yeah, I, I love what you've named here, though, because this is, this, this is where the quantum leap comes from. It's like from, from following this inner GPS. And it's from cleaning out all those hairballs of fear and mind and ego, whatever you want to call them. And this this is the key. These are the key practices. So thank you so much for sharing all of this so clearly from from the pulpit. <laughs> I love it. And now I'd love to hear. We were talking earlier, and I know you were going to share a story of something that happened to you earlier this year, um, and about oh, from the yeah. edge of your current learning, your growth, your evolution, something to do with sickness. And so I'd love to hear about. That yeah, I, I didn't I didn't tell uh, I didn't tell you this, but I, I I hinted at it, and I was like, oh, we'll just save this for the call, so you, you're not kind of privy to it yet. But I'm 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 pretty much an open book, and I think it's really helpful for people, my clients, to know what really happens behind the scenes. Um, mm-hmm. That's been hugely important for my journey. That my mentors have shared those things with me, um, and trust me, it is constant, and it's not like exhausting constant it's like thank god constant every time i think now my brain doesn't like this much but my soul is like woohoo like she's loving this ride she's on a roller coaster with her hands up but every time i think it's like you know my brain's like oh thank god maybe there's a plateau here we can just like cruise control it for a while it's it's there's always um something i'm called to to step up to and what happened last year, um, I'd been doing a bunch of launches, and, and they'd been very successful, and everything was sold out, and I was teaching more and more about business and um, really bringing all this mindset stuff in with really practical, smart business savvy and all this. But what I didn't catch early enough is that the last launch, I got into my head a whole bunch and mm-hmm. it felt different than the other launches. The other launches were exhilarating. I was so in a place of service. I was just like kind of channeling stuff practically. And it was just a blast. And I love learning all these new things. And, and the process itself is really cool to me. And I got a little serious. Not a lot serious. It's not an amazing experience. But it was, it was, it was um, much more head energy. Worry, um, just, just kind of letting my brain lead. And always a terrible idea. And so what happened was uh, through this launch, um, and it was a five-month program I was teaching, and then a few months into this year, I was getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, you know, like might be nice to make some income at some point. How long am I just going to kind of float around and, you know, lay here? And it probably had a lot to do with my adrenals, but, but it wasn't, it, you know, the adrenals were a symptom. This stuff was a symptom. And... 
I started getting this this hint that I was not only was I taking life and my business way too seriously again, and I didn't realize I'd shifted back into that mode and kind of got got out of that I'm here to serve, and it was starting to flip back in and may be more about me and which is the stressful place of how am I going to do this, et cetera, just that mind chatter. And what was fascinating, because I was, I mean, I was trying everything. I've got a background with holistic health and stuff like that. I've done tons of crazy different kind of training. So I was pulling out all the stops, doing every supplement and, you know, doing detoxes and, and getting acupuncture and that, you know, it, and that was fine. That was serving, but it wasn't shifting things very quickly. And I, there was a contest that was happening um, for a networking event and I tend to like, you know, I love deadlines and I kind of, the fun of contests. And, and it was to create like a, a video about our journey to this contest. So I, apparently I have been pinching my panties up for quite a, quite longer than I thought. And I unleashed this like completely total goober side of me. And, you know, again, she hadn't been out to play for a while. She'd been locked in a closet for a few months. And I started creating videos. I mean, I, I started buying wigs. I started practicing accents. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I, I was like, how can I bring a business message and a spiritual message into, like, total campy fun, having some just playfulness? That's kind of how I was when I was really young before I started jamming my pipe up. And I, I created this video that was, like, so exhilarating and through the entire process of doing this, my symptoms went away. They went away. And if I started getting stressed and then I went and put a wig on <laughs> or you know, started playing and working on a script for this next part of the video, symptoms completely disappeared. And I started doing a lot of deep looking at it, and I realized my body was giving me the biggest blessing. I, I have asked for so much in my life, and I've expanded out so much, that now I have to keep up with it. And I realized my body was like the minute I got into stressful thinking, and it's still happening. If I get stressed about something, the symptoms come right back. It's mm -hmm. like the coolest barometer where it's forcing me to look at all these stressful stories. And boy, I'm seeing it everywhere with working women, of yeah. entrepreneurs, of I've got too much to do. I, I have to do this all. This is so important. Something terrible is going to happen. Oh, my God, am I going to make enough money? But but the, we've, it's just like super, super deep programming. And so literally, I can't function now if I don't dive even deeper into my own personal work behind the scenes. And I, it's like if I were really just to, were to sum it up in a, in a sentence, it would be like we need to have more freaking fun. And, and it doesn't yeah. mean you have a total dork sense of humor. Like I highly advise if you're not like that, do not go do things like that because people will be like, what? But – <laughs> but it's finding the play. It's finding yep. your version of flow and ease and creativity and, and excitement and fulfillment and joy and all that ah, good juicy stuff. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so easy to shift into heady business mode. The minute I see a client go into heady land, everything dries up. It's like a freaking desert. And the yep. minute we, I can get them back into their heart and they're using smart business practices with their heart open, everything yeah. is like – it's it's beautiful, and that's really what got me into. There's a lot of things that got me to six figures so quickly, but a huge part was just like being willing to face my biggest fears and have a shit ton of fun along the way. Mm-hmm. And it was like it just it. was it was it was almost too easy. I look back and I'm like, really, really? I could I could have been doing that all these last. Wow, that was so <laughs> that, that, that struggle, that pushing. So is this what you call the unstoppable factor? 
Ah, um, I love that term. Um, you know, it, it, you know, I, I guess I am actually um, talking about elements of that of what I think is is kind of like the the holy trinity, if you will, since we're on churchy talk. I'm and I'm not I'm not a churchy <laughs> person, but I like this. Um, love soapboxes. Uh, when I see business women, um, and I'm fascinated to understand what really makes things work. And I, I see a pattern, and I've found that there's, at least now, there's like three things that I think are vitally important. And so we've already talked about the pipe. So you have to keep cleaning that out and not attaching to your thoughts. And, and there's a million ways to do that. And I know lots more I can talk about, and I'm happy to teach you guys. But, but we have to be staying in that inspired flow. So we're listening to our intuition, we're listening to passions, and we're mm-hmm. not in our head. But so, so that's one piece, and that's actually where I think most all entrepreneurs that would be listening to this, this is where we birth our idea for a business. It's from passion. It's from service. So then we go into phase two, which is if you make it that far, you will start learning smart business, not just any business. I did that for years and tanked myself $100,000. And you know, It's not just what any guru tells you. It's really knowing what the smart things are for you, for your business, what are the things that will bring in income and really start building a business, i.e., something that makes money. Mm-hmm. And so once they learn that, we often, like what I was just saying, we get stuck in our head. Mm-hmm. And if you don't break out of that, that's where most business owners end up closing up shop. They're like, I'm, I've got this business coach, and I'm learning all this stuff, and it seems like smart strategies and nothing's working. I was there. Oh, my God, I was there. But then you have to go past that. You have to and, – and one of the next pieces, too, is you have to – another kind of anchoring point of this triangle is you've got to understand money. You've got to see that money is actually God. It is just energy. Not, it's no different than my kitty cat, the flower. Money is just an object. It is an, a form of energy exchange. It is God. And all the garbage we have around it, I am on a mission to help women – you know, clean that stuff up so that you can utilize it to have these amazing experiences of service, et cetera. And that's like a whole other talk in itself. But when they've got those three things going, when you can do smart business with heart, when you can clean up all your issues about deservability and about pricing and about money, and it can really just be this beautiful flow, that's when I see people thriving when they've got those three working. If one of those is off, it's not going to happen. Okay. So that's what I teach my clients behind the scenes is all three of those. Awesome. So that is the unstoppable factor. That is what I call the unstoppable factor. Ask me next year. It might be slightly different, but that is my theory at this <laughs> okay, moment. got it. <laughs> and I do find it to be true. I've really been watching people this entire year, and I find it, they have to have those three components. Okay. Awesome. And you also mentioned that you were going to share with us, you know, is this part of how you triple your prices and get book solid? I want to hear that secret. You know, I, I've done that with several clients now, and I did that way over those numbers with myself. Um, and it's really just kind of all what we've talked about put together. Yeah. If you if you really are listening to that inner GPS, you're in that flow, you will have such a distinct, you know, as much as you're brave enough to trust that you and with all your quirks, every detail is perfect, then you don't have any competition because you could you could be doing what, you know, a million other people are doing, but nobody, the more you're standing in that authenticity, nobody could hope to copy it. Yep. it there's no way. 
And yep. the more you have that smart business happening and you understand the money component and don't have your head up your butt around that one too, and you're in that flow, it's it's inevitable. You will be able to to take those uh, those scary steps. And one of the big things that really started shifting my income was because those three things started really aligning for me, I was able to start facing my biggest fear, the one thing I'd put off for years after literally bankrupting my company, is I finally, once I started getting these three things in check, I was willing finally to face the thing I was unwilling to face before, which was sales. I was unwilling yeah. to have sales conversations. I was unwilling to really put myself out there and 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 be super vulnerable to learn how to authentically, from service, talk with people about what I had to offer. There was so much garbage in my head around that. And once and, and I was terrified, but I had a mentor who was kind of like holding a little pink carrot in front of me going, you got to trust me, just walk over the bridge, just oh, take one more step. And I was like, oh, fuck. You know, like, all right, I'm going to take one more step, and I'm going to take one more step, and I'm going to do one more sales conversation, and I'm going to practice this. I did like 200 of them or more that first year, and I just practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced, scared. Mm-hmm. And, that, and and it was, there's, it, again, it's like there's a lot of things that come into play, but one of the big things that I see women resisting the most is they're trying to figure out how to run their businesses behind the scenes without being vulnerable, without yeah. facing what's scary. But one of the things I put into the tips um, for your for your booklet is that that piece of what you're scared of is the very thing you want to move forward with. Mm-hmm. It's like my whole life, ironically, was terror around public speaking. Terror. And now I do public speaking all the time. It's one of the things I love. It's like doing the television show was like me in the flow. It, it, it was it was off the charts in an experience. But I cared about it so much. It was so important to my heart that that's why I got so scared about failing there. And so you can also use that as a little barometer of like, oh, I'm terrified to do this. That's probably the thing you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. We want, we're, we're, most all these business owners, I have to kind of yank in a loving knot in their tail with a lot of humor. But that first month or so is just like getting them to stop doing the dumb stuff, the playing it safe stuff. Yeah. And showing them that the things they're scared of are not scary at all, and they are the things that are most delicious and the most rewarding, and bravely just pulling their leash, you know, kind of dragging them over until they start going, oh, my God, this is exhilarating. It, it, it's, mm. it's where I've gotten so much strength in my business. Is I love it. my biggest fears. And so when I get scared, I'm like, oh, shit. All right, let's go. And I just do it. Great stuff. So So we want more of you, and if you all want more from Stephanie, you can go to our live call page, and there's a, and she's going to tell you about her her free gift in a moment, but there is a link to her free gift right there on the live call page, or if you're listening to the replay right near Stephanie's picture, there's a link to the the gift there as well. So please tell us how we can, how we can stay in touch with you and what you've got for us so that we can learn more from uh from you and your your brilliance. Oh, you're you're so sweet. Um I I put together something that uh this is kind of a a pick and choose gift because there's a bunch of components that I've put together into this kit for you. 
and it's really you get to choose the thing that you think would be either the most fun to learn or the thing that you think is probably where you have the most resistance or challenge. And so I, I compiled a whole bunch of the trainings that I've done over the last couple of years. There is a, a two-module money training, and that's one of the first places that you might want to start where there's a, a training lecture that's got a handout with it, and um, there's a report, and it's like really dives deep into helping you get your head on straight and really come to a very different relationship with your money and your finances because that's, that's hugely key. There's another webinar training that you can choose from. You'll get all of them. You can listen to all of them forever and ever. Um, but there's a webinar that really talks with you about the huge shift that I saw when, when I finally started making money with my business is how to structure your business and how to get clients and how to create programs that really can be lucrative. So it's a pretty jam-packed webinar, and I highly recommend you check that out. I'm giving you my feng shui, one of my uh, starter feng shui kits, um, the Unstop uh, Your Space for Success starter kit. And that's a very comprehensive starting training to help you understand using your space for support. And, and it's one of my private babies. I mean, I had a television show about it. It's so powerful as a tool. And I explain it in a very simple way that is not like what you usually hear from most Western feng shui people. It's very down to earth. It's super powerful. Uh, there, there's more things. There's inspirational pieces. There's, there's pieces about how do you create things. Literally, my, my process for how I, I create what people call miracles, the, you know, television shows and things like that, and a, a five-step process I saw for how that works in my own life. There's just a lot that I put into here because I, because I don't know where each one of you are at or what you're needing, but these have been hugely pivotal gifts for me. And I like to I like to give a lot. I love giving presents. I literally am looking at a closet filled with literally with presents. I just love giving presents. And so this is a way that I can give you guys online presents, so that you can Aww. really kind of sort of like like a buffet, if you will. And you can glean from whatever you like. And then as we're actually doing a really cool video launch, so as you join in and grab your kit. We will be sending you some emails to direct you over to a totally free uh, video money training series that we're doing right now that involves wigs, so you don't want to miss it. So the sooner you go grab up your <laughs> gift, the sooner you will be privy to the wigs. It's, it's going to be wild. I love mixing humor with soul. Um, so, That's yeah, there's a, there's a ton there. So they just need to step over to unstoppableleap.com. I've made them a private link. Uh, super easy to find. Unstoppable. Leap. Yeah, we've got a link. We've got links on our pages too. So perfect, and they yeah. can go grab that up. So uh, I, I hope it it serves all of you in some way. I tried everything I could think of. Like, what could they possibly need? There, it's all there together. I love so. it. It's a very fun <laughs> gift you've got. Thank you so much for your generosity, and it has been so much fun to be with you today. I didn't realize I was going to church today. <laughs> no, I, did I. I really enjoyed being in church with you, and your sermon has been, you know, one of the most inspiring I've ever heard in church. So thank you. <laughs> Oh, I have so many stories to tell. Oh, I thank know. you so much for having me here. This has been a blast. I feel I truly feel like I've like we've had this conversation like ten thousand times. We may have yeah, past lives, you know. <laughs> it's really and I forgot to ask you this, but yeah. please stay on the line after what after we, we say goodbye here. <laughs> Awesome. for being so casual anyway. Happy. <laughs> yeah, just Happy stay on the line for a moment. And then everyone else, 
It has been just so lovely to be with you. We've had so much fun, and we're going to be on again in a couple hours with Michelle McGrew. So I cannot wait um, to be with you and with Michelle very soon. So join us again in a couple hours. That'll be at uh, 9 a.m. Wait, no, that's the wrong time. Noon Pacific and 3 p.m. Eastern. Okay? So we'll be with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I forgot to thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Bye. <everybody>. Bye. You still there? I am. Okay, awesome. I don't know what happened. I was trying to play music into the line, and it didn't play. I hope nothing messed up with the recording, because that was so awesome. Oh, that would be sad. (laughs) Do you need to go check it? Wait, I think it was still recording, so I'm going to have to cut that part off. I don't know what's going on with the interface. I think the interface is actually slow, so unfortunately I'm going to have to edit this and now turn off this end part because it's not – I think it's working fine. It's just not stopping right now. Wait, are you on instant teleseminar? I am. Huh. Really? So you've hit the end record and it's not doing it? No, it's not doing it. It's just huh. connected, yeah. Maybe so. your internet service is, hopefully your internet service is, so, well, that actually shouldn't affect your recording, though. It shouldn't you affect your recording, the and there's a backup recording, too, on Instant Teleseminar. That's so this true. is just weird, because I was just like, I usually play music at the end. The music is not playing, um, yeah. but I don't know what's going on with this. In any case, well, like, I'll just have to edit this one. <laughs> And cut that part out. But that was awesome. Hopefully we can take out the part where my freaking iPad goes off. Damn it! I have like if I don't if I don't have like alarms going off all day long, I will not remember to do stuff. So, no, don't anyway. worry. That wasn't a big deal. I'm not going to edit for that. That was Good. not a big deal at all. Yeah. Good. I yeah. hope that was okay. I mean, there's like a million. You know, I, I as you probably sense, I could talk for like days. So and then like oh, oh yeah, we could have kept going. Like I, I could have never never gotten to any of your content because I was having so much fun with you. And, like, yeah, I could have gone on for hours and hours interviewing you. Well, <laughs> well, that's good to know. Um, and I, and yeah. I think what I was covering was, you know, I, I always want to jam in, like, a lifetime worth of info into everything. So, um, yeah, I, just, it, I was loving listening to you because I resonate so much with, like, everything you say. Well, I'm so, like, in it. I feel it. I can't give these talks unless I literally go back into those feelings and, and I think that helps. I mean, it helps me have more fun when I'm giving a talk because it just yeah. feels like I'm so right fucking there. Um, yep. This has been Wealth Alchemy Lab, the only show teaching you how to follow a spiritual path to money, pleasure, and purpose. To stay connected to our community, join our Facebook group, also called Wealth Alchemy Lab. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. To check out today's guest, visit epicdreamacademy.com forward slash podcast.